because the, the, the famous Narcissus looking at his reflection in the pond, yeah? So that's a pretty good example of it. And then the self-loathing is, it, is uh, an effect that can arise out of narcissism. Yeah? So the narcissism, let's say self, and there isn't that much, uh, it has a modicum of interest in it. It doesn't go to some of the places it will go if it, there's an obsession with it, yeah? So the obsession produces different effects, different manifestations. And then the dilemma is, at each, at each point, the self, maybe having this idea of self-loathing, tries to get out of the self-loathing. So the system, gets all the information it needs to want to get out of the system, but it can't entertain any other way than to get out of the system as the system. So it locks even more, yeah? The whole idea of self can't get out of self is the, it's like the, it's the aberration in the source code, sort of like the matrix. So situations get very uncomfortable, and then they lead to a desire to get out, yeah? And then that desire to get out is, is sought, but you try to get out of it as it. Yeah? So self can't get out of self. So it always runs into this thing. So the self-loathing is just another drive. It, that's a strong drive to get out of the self-loathing. Yeah? So the, the getting out of the self-loathing, or when there's no, there's, it's, Strategies will try to distract you from the self-loathing, get, get entertained from the self-loathing, right? Uh, avoid the self-loathing, and all of those reactions are giving reality to the self-loathing. Yeah? You see it? It's just a, it's got, the system is trippy because it produces, let's say, an irritable, restless, and discontentment. And then there would be this, that sense, it almost feels natural that you'd like to get out of it, you know? I mean, because you're not, you're uncomfortable. So you want to get out of it. Now, it provides a lot of ways of getting out of it without ever getting, getting out of it. So, like when I was out there using, if, you know, if my right arm was bleeding, I just looked left all day. I, there was just being avoidance of everything, as long as possible. You know what I mean? But that avoidance was giving it more reality than ever. So my whole strategies were trying to make things unreal, yeah, by forgetting them, distracting and watching the other things, yeah. But by doing that, I gave it a reality it never had, yeah. So when I finally ended up in AA and the self-loathing and everything else was seen, without the fucking, you know, all the strategies not to see it or make it a little less than or to get a little bit of time away from it or or to worship it or the fucking whatever, yeah? When it allowed to land, it showed me its real nature, which is, it's unreal. And then I saw what I'd been doing, like in by reverse engineering, I saw that my wanting to make things unreal, like when I was young, let's say, I had a, you know, I was loving my grandma and my father, and they both died the same year, when I was nine, let's say. So there was like, I got a little afraid because my love just seemed to be hanging out there, and there was no object anymore, and I didn't, so something came in where my head arose and said, listen, we gotta protect you from this. So let's, you gotta find how to have a feeling before you have any other feelings. So then I started, very couple years later, I started to get loaded. And so I could always be drunk when I heard bad news. So it, it lessened the effect of the bad news. So it gave me a weird sense of control, staying fucked up. So I wouldn't get like sort of bushwhacked by anything, like someone leaving who I didn't expect to leave or whatever, you know? So in hindsight, I saw all the strategies of the system about trying to get out of the system, you know, and it doesn't work. So the self-loathing is just a, is a magnification of that aspect, that identification, 
which its base is the narcissism, you know. If you if you're not looking into the pond all day, you don't see your reflection, and there's nothing that's reflecting, so it's a mirage, yeah? So if you were something, if you were a self, it wouldn't have to be thought about so much. You would just be a self, thought and over self, thought, yeah? It, didn't, it wouldn't need to be reinforced because it would be a self. It would already be established, but see, the establishment of it is very precarious and it has to be re-upped all every day, every second. Yeah? So then there's alright, self-loathing, and there's a sense of it's you. And then there's alright, then that seems alright, I've got to gain some self-esteem, but there's still you. Yeah? So when there's the self-loathing, there's a you, and when there's a relief from the self-loathing, there's a you. That's the real bondage, you know. The self-loathing is just like a putting like hot sauce on it, you know what I mean? Just throw some extra fucking chilies. <laughs> but the bondage is of self, yeah? Bondage of the one who's self-loathing, or the one who's uh, narcissist, yeah? That's the whole thing. It has nothing to do with any facts. It's an assumed fact that has to be reinforced all day. A fact doesn't need to be reinforced, it just is, yeah? But something that is assumed to be a fact has to be constantly be assumed to be a fact, because it never becomes a fact, yeah? It, so, it's, the assuming of it has to continue on and on and on and on. It's an activity. So, narcissism is just the base model of self-centeredness, and then it can go to extremes here, yeah? Because here things appear in degrees. Like if you look at a puddle, it's just like a lake. It's just a different degree, different size, yeah? Some things last longer than others, some things are very short, like an insect life is nothing, like a day or two. And then our life seems to be long in comparison. So again, the perception is always based on comparison. Yeah, that's how we, when I was a kid, I would sit in the, I'd lay in the grass and the way I knew the clouds were moving was by seeing in relation to a tree. So I'd look at the tree and then I could see the moving of the cloud. Yes, it's just basic 101. So the whole system is based on a dualistic notion. And then underneath, so there's the self-loathing and the self-loving. It goes on and on and on and on. And then there's a you that says, I'm self-loathing. And usually there's not a you that says anything when there's self-loving. Because it wants to really forget the self-loathing, because it gets a whole lot more reflection on the self-loathing. <laughs> see it, see it. See, if, if a typical head, if you have a miracle at 11 o'clock, you've forgotten it by 12. But if you thought someone fucked with you 40 years ago, you still think it, you just don't, you're still obsessed with it, yeah? So you see that the head, as it generally is, if something's cool, it gets worried <laughs> quickly. They're gonna find out I'm a fraud, I don't deserve this or that. But the same head, the exact same head, if there's a tinge of uncomfortable, it says, uh-oh, a lifelong depression. <laughs> I'm entering a lifelong depression, yeah? It's like playing an accordion, but all, all you need is like 10 seconds of hearing it and you'll realize the insanity of holding the note. <laughs> really, a nice note, <laughs> close that fucker up, and then, oh, yeah, yeah. So the, the self-loathing, it's the shit that you've successfully avoided. So now you've given up that fucking job, and then the shit shows itself, and it's not over, yeah. It's going to be undone. Yeah, there's, there's an admission, there's a cost, there's... You gotta, you're awake to it, yeah? It's like people today, I was listening to someone share, not today, the other day, about she doesn't know that she's even hurting herself until after, yeah? So she's out to lunch, basically. She's thinking she's doing everything that's really good for her, but she isn't. And, but she doesn't find that out until a long period of really fucking herself up. So she's, in a sense, out to lunch. She doesn't know what's going on. 
So what, one of the things that occurs, and in a way that, was a, that may have been at one point a successful strategy. Just fucking let's just not, you know, just be out there and just, you know, I'll deal with it when the consequences hit, yeah? Now, she's, her life is changing, she's not drinking anymore, and now there's an app, you know, she's leaving the consequential level and she's moving to the blueprint level. So she can see, wait a minute, she can now see the head's gonna fuck up before it fucks up, not after it fucks up. That's a huge shift, yeah. It seems very tiny, but it's a huge shift, yeah. So now, the aperture, the consequential level, to me I call it like in the hallway of shit and fans, yeah. So yeah. you're in the hallway of shit and fans, and you're just trying to figure out how can I keep this shit down, you know, wear, you know, fucking visors or shit like that. But one sooner or later, one day, you may realize, Jesus, that I'm always there when the hallway of shit and fans are on, so I may have a role in it. So that recognizing your role in things is a huge leap. Why? Because you haven't recognized your role in things. You've been busy blaming everyone and fucking this and that. So it's just a little, the aperture just opens up a little, but it goes a long way. Now that's just a, that's just a sample of what can happen, yeah? So then you see, oh, like for me, I remember uh, this lady I knew went to see my old Tai Chi master. And my old Tai Chi master, from her, told her that I was a user, yeah? Which I was out there, but it hurt my feelings coming from my old Tai Chi master, yeah? Now, before, when I was, I would just try to avoid that fucking feeling, I wouldn't, I would like, ah, uh, you can't learn, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't land on the tarmac, uh, go to Burbank, you know what I mean? I didn't want that to land. Hey, I'm a fucking user, you know, coming from this authority figure, my old Tai Chi master. Well, I mean, he was like a surrogate father for me, you know? So it hurt me, it was really hurtful in a way, but egoically landed, whatever, not egoically, but you know, the sense of being a you didn't want to receive that, you know? And then you see, when it doesn't want to receive it, this isn't just a random thing, it's a strategy. It has, an, it has a story of me that's very fragile and it doesn't want to be cracked by other people's truth yeah, about me. So then you get to see what gets revealed, what you're not. So you see, wow, there's a huge amount of interest and attention given to these failed strategies and I'm protecting a fucking shadow, basically. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to admit the, shall, the, the shadows of performance or behavior, because I've identified as it, and I'll fucking die for it, really. Yeah, I used to call it like when in AA we used to say, "Hey, you got to be willing to save your ass instead of your face." Yeah, but then I said, "But when I came in, I thought my face was my ass." You know, the image that I was holding was worth saving. To me, was what I was living to save all day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I had an inordinate amount of pride as a junkie. <laughs> really, I mean, really. Yeah, so, <laughs> you just see what you're not. And you know, and then you realize the, the huge song and dance that we have to engage in just to keep some of this shit out. <laughs> because the sense of your, the sense of you is so fragile because it's not even there, yeah? So we're, we're trying to keep it in like a huge like bumper so this little imaginary thing won't get hurt, yeah? Nothing back in it, shit like that. The beautiful thing is, is you're not that, so let the shit land. So what self-loathing, it isn't you. It's, it's, just, it's the mental state loathing itself as a mental state. That you're not involved in any of it. There's no you loathing anything. There's a lot of loathing that's being claimed to imply a you. Yeah. And what else are you gonna have here? It's a dualistic event. There's gonna be loathing, gonna, there's gonna be loving. It doesn't go one way. It's a mix, right? That the currency is two-sided coin. You can cut it no matter how many times, it's still two-sided. 
So the self, yeah, there is no you that's loathing, and there's no you that's loving. That's the beautiful thing. If you believe it's you that's loving, you'll believe there's a you loathing. Yeah? You don't give out, you don't give up one and hold the other. There's a recognition. See, because the axis is you. Yeah? So here's the self-loathing. So you're down here. You want to get out of it. But when you get up there, it goes like that. <laughs> <laughs> see, you're not seeing the role here. When you see it, it's going to produce a different response, yeah? Probably not moving anything at all. And then there'll be an acceptance. And a lot of this shit, it's one in its five minutes on the stage. You can't just keep pushing it off. It doesn't work. You can't use philosophy to push it off. You can't do this. You allow it to be you as much as it wants to, and you'll see that it's not. Yeah. Instead of trying to not see that, and then it's you so completely, and then all your drives to get out of you is as a you. That's why it happens in, in non-duality. To the extent where the idea of you wants to find a non-you to be more like, but all the while as a you. It wants to become a non-you you. <laughs> yeah. That has a certain stink when that's happening. You can see it. Non-duality is a fact. It's not something that is a shelter from when you're in a storm, you're not going to arrive there, you never left. It's not a skillful means, really, though it can be quite uh, skillful, but when it's you trying to apply it, that's just more of you. Yeah? Yeah. And then you see, seriously, the addictions of experience. Most people, they don't have any meaning unless they can experience something. Yeah? There, there's an addiction to experience. There's an addiction. Every the mental state's addicted to all of these little its own movements, really. Yeah, they're addictions. So people are, are experience junkies. So you watch you watch a guy who, all right, he used to surf. Then surfing wasn't enough, and then so he started doing, you know, skiing, and then skiing off of cliffs with a parachute, then skiing off of cliffs with a squirrel suit, you know, and then he finally died, yeah, because he couldn't, there was never going to be enough. He just kept making the experiences more extreme, more extreme, more extreme, and then inevitably it leads to dying, you know. And see, like with me, with drug addiction, not with me, this, it, that, that, I went to that phase very quickly. I figured the only way I was going to get out of this whole system was to push it right over the edge and hope for a second I could jump off, the, you know, out of the flying, you know, the burning truck before it went over. But I gotta fucking almost kill the body and hopefully jettison out and then be there without this all the shit. Yeah. Well, it didn't work out. <laughs> you know, it didn't. Any time I came to, I came to back as a body. Yeah. I never came to as what I am because I had never not been that. But I always came to in the story of this place as a body. Every overdose, everything. And I knew, and I was so pissed when I'd come back. I was like, fuck, I can't fucking believe it again. <laughs> and, the same, and it would be the same scenario. Police, fucking hospital, and I'd just be pissed because I worked that formula and I truly believed that if I could make this taut enough, it would snap and I would be there after it snapped, free from it. Well, it didn't work out. Or maybe it did, to tell you the truth, because it weaned me off of that drive completely. Because now I see the fundamental mistake to use this vehicle as going to going somewhere when, when that somewhere is where you already are. Yeah. I just don't see, uh, unless there's a sense of you're not this, it's going to be this that's going to be trying, trying to arrive at the other shore. And then when upon arriving at the other shore and having never left, it doesn't get that. It will just make up another other shore. 
Its drive is to leave the shore it's at, with the hopes that another shore will be better, and but then it's always there, so then it wants to get away from that shore, and it's always there, and yes, yeah. So this whole point of, this is a different sense. It's seeing what you're not, and in that, opening up to be able to find out what you are. Instead of trying to find out what you are for what you're not, you see what you're not, and you find out what you are. Not through any vehicle, just the vehicles have been fucking, yeah. No, you just, you've lost interest in any vehicle. Because you realize it doesn't matter. I don't care every year if they bring up a new model. It doesn't work because you can't lead, you can't arrive at where you already are. It's just fucking impossible. <laughs> yeah, you just can't, it's just, there's no way, it's just impossible. So, but if you're relying on what you're not, it doesn't ever get it. It will just, when it runs into the wall of self can't get ourself, it will just pull back and try different vehicles. Try different ladders, try to dig a fucking thing, read 5,000 year methods to try to get there. It's just gonna keep running into this, this fundamental aberration or glitch of the whole system, which is self, that which you're not, cannot get out of that which you're not. Also, that which you're not cannot get into that which you are because you have never left that which you are. So you cannot have the experiencing of, at arriving where you already are. There's no experience in it. Yeah. An experience is something wasn't happening and now it's happening. This is not that way. This is a fact. Yeah. That, and so when you entertain the, see, you don't entertain the fact, you entertain what is pointed out, the failure of the systems, yeah? That the system can't get out of itself as itself. It's just that freaking simple. It doesn't mean, well, can it if it looks like this? No. Can it if it did this? No. Can it if it came from Tibet? No. There's no, you know, you don't care. It doesn't matter how it's packaged. It's the same failure, <laughs> you know? So what's one to do? I don't know, find out. But I have never, I had never ran into something that put a stop to everything. Some things paused things, some things diverted in another direction, but never stopped it. This stopped it, yeah. This stopped it. You know, I am not spending a second looking for what can't be found, ever. It's just, it's just done. It's just completely done. I don't care how bad my head says, tells me it's feeling, I still don't, it's just, you know, I just see I'm not that. And then nothing, all the huffing and puffing is what's used to imply a house to be blown down, really. Now I just see the huffing and puffing. Nothing happens. It's just huffing and puffing. So what? Yeah. So now I have a sense of being established because I am. I, before I had a sense of not being established and I still was established. Yeah? Nothing created the established. There was an illusory idea that I believe that was assuming that there wasn't, I wasn't established, therefore I need to seek and try to attain and acquire and arrive at, yes? I've seen the failureness, failedness of it. I don't care how the most perfect looking person spun all this shit around me, I still wouldn't buy it. <laughs> it's just like, I know, you know, there's an ability we have and that's to be convinced, and to me, a lot of spirituality is, convince, is to convince you of things, to convince you you can't use the system to get out of the system, you know? <laughs> Einstein said it, a lot of them said it. That which is producing the problem cannot provide a solution to it. <laughs> it's just, you have to see, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like getting a new GPS 
you see no need for any GPS. That's what it's like. It's not like, oh, I got to get a much more refined GPS with the maps of heaven, you know, 2019, <laughs> so I don't detour to limbo and purgatory and shit. I definitely don't want to end up there. Yeah, you just lose interest in GPSs. This has one here. Yeah. So now where do I go? I'm not on a noble fucking Homeric Odyssey. I go to a thrift store, I eat some food, get some coffee. <laughs> I'm successful quite a lot during the day. <laughs> I have nothing, anything, nothing I do is anything to write home about. It's just fucking very mundane, ordinary. And there's a reveling in that. It's just a great space. Yeah. You never get gypped. You never, yeah. You, this idea of, oh, I'm disconnected is as much bullshit as the idea that you're connected. <laughs> Both bullshit, really. Yeah, you can't be anything other than what you are. I don't want to go back to it, but the turkey thing at the rug is a very good description of it, yeah? Now, if I had a house, maybe I would have bought a rug. But at the point when I was there at the rug emporium, I didn't have a house. So I didn't give a shit how great their, their selling ability was. I ain't buying a rug because I don't have a house. It just makes no sense for me with a knapsack going my next stop, Thailand, to put in a rug in my knapsack and carry a nap, a, an oriental rug around the world. It's just, it wasn't like, let me ponder this. No, it's just, it's, from the get-go, I wasn't buying a rug. I don't give a shit what. They could have 20 Vestal Virgins naked on the rug. I ain't buying the rug. Just, just I have no interest in it. Yeah, because I don't have a floor, F-L-O-O-R. I didn't have a house. Oh, they, oh, well, you can put it on the wall. I don't have a wall either. Don't have a floor, don't have a wall. I don't have a house. Don't you understand? <laughs> but you may have in the future, well, then I'll come back and buy a fucking rug from you. But, <laughs> you know, I'm not seeing a rug in my life. So yeah, yeah. So I had an immunity. That's an example of what it can be like. It can grow where, where all of its little There's a huge difference seeing this. See, usually we see it as constant reinforcing, going on and on and on and on. It's too late then. If you see it as an advertisement, if you see the head is trying to advertise a you by saying self-loathing, the narcissist pond, and you know, all that, yeah? If you see that as an advertisement, there's a possibility that you don't buy it. Yeah? If you've already swallowed it, then it's just piling up. It's just reinforcing. And then you're getting, you're not even getting the basic, you know, angst, you know, like the $29.99 a month version. You get an extreme fucking angst. I mean, I work with some people, I just, I just, I've given up any possibility of, it's just relentless. Yeah? The, the, the believing is relentless. So it's never, it's never seen as an advertisement. And therefore, if the advertisement was trying to sell you something and you had absolutely no need for it, there would be no drive to buy it. Yeah? But now we've bought it already. And then all the yapping and all the just, you know, I want to get out of it is, is all reinforcing the product you bought already, yeah? So people, people talk to me about being fucked, and then they, but they believe, oh, they're fucked, and now I'm talking about it. They don't see talking about it as part of the problem. The whole thing, your solution is part of the problem. I don't want to hear it anymore. With some people in addiction, they go out all the time, and then they tell me, oh, I think this is why I went out. I don't give a fine fuck. Just take some action and get sober. I'm not talking to you about it anymore. Because the talking is part of the problem. You're not seeing that. You're thinking, oh, the problem is I went out, and now I'm applying. No, that, 
What you're applying is part of the fucking problem. So this is the deal. The head is just reinforcing. It's one in a sense. It's already established the unestablishable. You as an action figure. It's just piling on. Really. Piling on. Bringing the head to such extreme neuroses. That's mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. Yeah? I used to know a lady, I used to present her as, I wanted her to become, I was gonna want to start a business. She would worry for any, everyone, yeah? So you would call in and tell her, tell me, I was in, what you needed, what you needed to have worried about, she'll do it for you. It's like a big mother, give me your worries and I'll just worry, yeah? And you could say something, I used to try. I'm gonna say something, there's no way she could apply it to her, and she'd do it in like a quarter of a second. It would be some, like a deer in Australia. Oh, I have deers in my backyard. There is, I, said, I, I timed it. It was like one eighth of a second. I said, fuck, that's unbelievable. And then I'd be driving and i just go like this, and she'd go, well, how did you know? I said, I fuck, you're always out to lunch. It's not like I'm a fucking sage. She was just going like this and trying to bring her back here, seemingly. But she's always here. Yes, but the head had grown. Seen, I don't know why. I've never seen it. Thank God. You know, I mean, I haven't had that as an experience. I haven't been, I haven't, you know. And I don't know what to do. you got to say, hey, do service. Get out of yourself. You can't stay in this little porno theater. You're getting <laughs> fucked completely. Yeah, get out, do something, help someone else. Who gets, you know, you know, send the shuttle, try to break through the fucking asteroid belt. Because, it, it, you know, you gotta go for it, man. Because it's just tightening and tightening and tightening. So, you have, you've heard the message. Yeah. The spiritual subpoena is that you, you've been served the fact. You've been served the fact. And from that fact, you can see what is not factual. You can, you can. We have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. But we need to be established, and I'm saying we are already established, so the job, the heavy lifting is already done because nothing ever happened, so, yeah? So now, all right, you start recognizing it may be tedious to some people, all right, when they go off on a big thing, oh, you know, I'm so concerned with this and this, and, and it's really important, and I go, well, ask, who is it, you know? Well, well, wait a minute, there's no fucking excitement in that. Let's talk about this. Now, let's ask, who is it that's, you know, feels disconnected today? Who is it? Who is it? Who is this wise one that has, from you know, Mount Olympus, has brought down the message, you're disconnected today? Is it a viable uh, fucking source of information? Come on, yeah? But I can't seem to stop. See, that, or I ask, who's that? Because that's not you. It's the system itself is masquerading as you, saying I'm powerless over the system. It's the system itself. There's no you there at all. So now the system has defeated the system as, as the person that really didn't want to be defeated by the system. All the while, its real agenda was to be defeated by the system and then to have a lot to bitch about, really. Yeah? So now you've been given, you've been served a spiritual subpoena. There's a fact. You've rubbed against it. Yeah, there's something that knows. There's something that felt it go by. There's something that sensed everywhere it did. Yeah, or you wouldn't be here. That's the fact, yeah? Now let's talk about what isn't a fact. The one who feels it's self-loathing, the one who feels like it's the loathing of self. Neither of them are a fact. That's all the masquerading. There's an immense, there's tons of masks without any fucking person to put on. They just appear, 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 appear. It's like that, there's many reflections in the pond of Narcissus. Many reflections, all of itself. Yeah.
This isn't like a passive thing. It's not victimization. It's not surrendering like to a bigger dog as a little dog with your tail. It's very, very powerful. Yeah. It's very, very, it's so powerful that you don't need to exert any power. Yeah. You know, in a weird way, and we, I don't know if we'll put this video up because I'm going to get personal. It's amazing uh, the selfishness we've demonstrated, a lot of us, by being so up the ass of self. We haven't been there for others or for our own whatever or for life. We, life has offered us to dance so many times and we thought we were too busy. Yeah? And you know what? This little charade's going to end. It's not going to go on forever. You know, you're going to pass away. And maybe you haven't even seen a sunset for years or smelled something. Or you know, all, you, all you did was live there, you know? I mean, uh, that's, uh, yeah. Hello? Hi. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about it. It's, it's the God it senses, it, it senses self. <laughs> yeah, get some chairs. Do you have trouble finding it? Yeah, there were the two doors up there. We thought was Oh, did you see the back door? You must have. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, we'll have another talk. We'll do it. But you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So what, what brings you guys here? Oh, I have. Uh, um, somebody just told me about you. I was at a, I was upstate New York. Uh, and then I saw a couple of videos on YouTube. And that's my friend who's traveling with me. Oh, great. Who was it that told you? She uh, lives in Bonnet. In America. Her name is Diane, and she. And she lives in Bonaire. Yeah, Bonaire. Down yeah. in the Caribbean. Yeah, I think you must. Yes, yes, yeah, I was there years ago. And she, yeah, she told me that you were there. In Bonaire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because we were. I went to. I went to. Retreat. Don't worry about it. Just, just, just scope it out. I just kind of went there. We got treated up. Um, this retreat was a retreat in Garrison, New York, and uh, I had a tough time getting this across to some people there that was in better respect. But I was talking to her about it, and she she said that when you kind of stuff you're saying, someone brought like Paul, met him a few years ago, and mm. you should look him up by him or anything. Oh, great. And I'd be happy to travel to SF a lot for that anyway. I didn't hear the last part. I was uh, planning to travel to SF. You San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, you were coming, yeah. Yeah, I was coming out from Great. But then it turned out that that's where it was. So you've seen the YouTubes too, yes. Seen a couple of Yes. Yeah. You, my friend? No, I'll go ahead. I'm not slipping. Oh, you're just slipping? All right. Yeah. It's in yeah. Well, I'll just speak again. We had it one talk, it's fine. That's why I'm... No, 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 because, uh, yeah. So what, what's, what is it that, that you feel like we're saying? Let's say, put it up that way. Well, there's no such thing as non-duality, non-duality. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's the yes. weakest and simplest explanation I've ever heard. Yes. Exactly. So, <laughs> so then, if that's the case, so it's no, there's no point, you can't teach non-duality, but you can teach duality with the hopes that non-duality, what we'll see is not that, yeah? Instead of spending time trying to talk to that about non-duality, talk to non-duality about that. That's the whole movement, yes. So in, a, in other words, non-duality is a, it 
means non means not, yeah, not. And then duality is tunis. So tunis, uh, you can see that the uh, you, a lot of what happens here is seen in tunis, yeah. So there's uh, love, hate, yes, close, far, connected, disconnected, day, night, yes. So there's a duality. And that duality really is being projected from dualism, which is right where we seem to be, there's a subject-objectness. Yeah. So there's a subject that's looking at you, and yet from here, from this subject, I see you as an object, and at the same time, there's a subject looking through you at me and see this as an object. Yes? And so, so this is the subject-object dissonance in a certain way. So sometimes there's a feeling that you're the thinker, let's say, that would be you're like the doer of the thinking, which would be the subject, and sometimes you feel like you're being thought about as a body, yeah? So that would be an object. So non-duality is just negating that, this whole dichotomy of subject-objectness. It's ba and it's not really saying what's there, it's just saying that's not that's all. By, because what's there is what we are. So what we are doesn't need to be described to what it is. What it's not needs to be described to what it is, because it may be seemingly identified as what it's not. Yeah? So the dilemma I had with talks when I went to satsangs was uh, they would describe what I am, consciousness, you know, light and all like this, but I was hearing it as what I'm not, you know. I was hearing it as Paul, this dualistic dissonance, so to speak, and so hearing about what I am as what I'm not, I found didn't go anywhere. It's actually made it worse because now I had concepts of what I am <laughs> held by what I'm not, which really was used to beat what I'm not into a pulp because I should be, <laughs> I should be that, yeah? but obviously I'm not, I should be, I should be conscious and loving, yeah, so it was worse, it would have been better if I never heard it, really, in that, in that way, so after I went to satsangs for a while, these type of meetings, I, just something hit me, I said, hey, something's not kosher in this situation, and then I was introduced to certain statements by Ramana Maharshi, a master who has passed away, and they sort of described in words what I was feeling, yeah? And they described this idea of there's an identification as what you're not, yeah? Wanting to get salvation for what you're not. And if that's the case, all the spiritual practices, like I'm paraphrasing, all the spiritual practices claimed by what you're not is re actually reinforcing what you're not, not it's not, it, they're not destroying it, you're reinforcing what you want to get out of. <laughs> so basically, if you looked at it from a little bit of distance, you can see it as a failed system. So my wanting to get out of the system reinforces the idea that I'm in the system. So what the fuck, how am I gonna pull this off? Yeah, because every move to get out gives a reality to what I think I'm in. And it's not true, yes? You see, it's such a beautiful message. So then, all right, so then, hey, this is a duality meeting. Let's describe what we're not. Because it's, an act, it's, it's a bunch of activities that are being used to imply there's a someone, yeah? So you won't, like in AA we say, uh, you'll know self has defeated you through its manifestations. You can't see self, there isn't one. But by its manifestations, you get a, get a sense of what has defeated you. So in a way, by seeing what we're not, we get a sense of what we are. And by understanding I'm not that, it opens you up to find out what you are. Yeah? It doesn't take any time because you are it, so it's very fast. But the, what's causing a lot of trouble is trying to find out what I am as what I'm not. Yeah, you know, that doesn't go anywhere, so let's just forget that. It's a failed mechanism. It is, yeah. They've had a lot of buildings built on it, a lot of retreats based on it, a lot of groups. It's fine, you know. You can belong in other groups, but, you know, if you're looking for belonging, it's a cheaper way, maybe. 
so, so, so basically you see what you're not and what you're not is a mental state claiming that you're someone and that someone is comprised of doership, yes? So there's seeing just here now, there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching that are occurring with no volition, they're just happening, yes? I mean, I don't, this, I don't, you know, I'm not paying like a cable company for the seeing, you know, I have to pay, the seeing is just there, and uh, a lot of times I see shit I don't want to see, but it doesn't matter, the seeing was first, yes? So there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, that's more about what's going on. Everything is verbing, 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 yeah? The mental state claims the seeing to imply a seer, yeah? And so here's the scene, which is just happening. The mental state produces a dichotomy of seer-seeing. That's duality, yes? So they're seeing as an activity, but now the mental state makes the activity to imply there's a noun and then there's a verb. There's a, a, another, there's something else. There's a subject, there's an object, yes? This is what non-duality is saying no to. Yeah? This isn't true. So what would happen if you see it's not true, then you would get the sense of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching as a verb with like no beginning or no end. Yeah. So you don't have to start it up because it was never started and you don't have to try to end it because it's never going to end. Yeah. It's just verbing. All right. So now I've seen, so I've heard, hey, all right, so if I try to get out of me, that reinforces me. Well, what's one to do? I feel like I want to get out of something, you know? I mean, I'm feeling discomfort, irritability, and restlessness. Well, then they go, well, who is that that's feeling irritability, restlessness, and discomfort? That may not be you, yeah? So now, suddenly, you start seeing what most of your behavior is beholden to as not you, and now, maybe, when it has that call to arms, you're not going to, you're going to stay disarmed, yeah? You're just going to be chilled and see what's happening and not be moved or, or provoked by it, so to speak, yes? So now you're resting in the seeing instead of the interpretation of see or seeing. Yes, yes, that's all. And then you get established there. And then what happens to this? You end up traveling later, yeah? And then after years of traveling later, what more do you fucking want? This isn't gonna go to heaven and play golf, it isn't. Right now and here is its only reality in this little time segment. And it can seem to travel quite heavy. And it would be really nice if it could travel lighter. Yeah? Because a lot of people seem to be traveling very, very heavy. Yeah? And if they attempt to lighten the load, they make more weight to it. Yes? So this is a beautiful solution that when it's when it's when the problem is seen from it it's there is no problem really yeah and therefore there's no drive for a solution and so it's sort of like to get out of an imaginary place how long would it take no time yeah would it take any fucking utensils or ladders no it's imaginary that's what it's like. So instead of hoping to arrive at where you are with a true belief that you've departed from it, you lose interest in the arrivals and the departures because you are what you're looking for, as they have said. Yeah, the seeker is the sort. What's looking is what you're looking for. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Who, why would a master say that to anyone other than the Buddha? He's talking to the Buddha, not to us. He's talking through us, hopefully to the Buddha. This is the obscuring agent. You hoping to get it is the obscuring agent. This drive to get it is the obscuring agent. This is it. The ride you want to get off of, you want to get off of the ride as the ride. This is the ride. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this being... You don't get out of it if you think you're in it. You get out of it by realizing you were never in it. The freedom is before the bondage, not after the bondage.
The freedom doesn't come from knowledge after the bondage. It's before fucking bondage and knowledge, yeah? What you are inherently hasn't been besmirched or touched by anything. It's still completely intact because there's no body to be intact. It's just what is. And none of our bullshit has left any mark on it, you know? We're gonna pass away like that, yeah? As if we never happened. So, I have a little bit of that while you're traveling here. Yeah. You know, that, you know, it's just, where does, see, in awareness, do you think there's value in awareness as awareness? No, there's value in awareness when uh, there's a lot of unawareness of it. <laughs> That's where a value is shown, is here, yeah? So we're all in a little dance, either we seem to, see, I believe there's awakeness. That's it, yeah? Awakeness. And yet, we can seem to be asleep to that fact, or we can seem to be awake to that fact. It doesn't change the fact, yeah? Now you can, and that which will always seem to be asleep to it, by wanting to wake up to it, isn't you, yes? You don't have to waste any time trying to convince that which thinks it's asleep to awakeness to wake up. It's pointless. <laughs> Just so you're not that which believes it can be unawake, and you'll realize awakeness is the inherent condition. And all of your idea of you comes after awakeness. So when you see something, then you have the opinion, I didn't want to see that, but the seeing happened first. Or you have a feeling, I didn't want to feel that. You have the idea of you came after the feeling. The feeling was noted, then there's a story, oh, I didn't want to feel that. But there was a feeling of it already. Yeah? So you... You lose interest in that's what comes after, and then the interest rests in that which is before. And that which is before is factual. It doesn't need to be reinforced, it is. It doesn't need to be fucking in intimated or insinuated or fucking authenticated all day, it just is. And so it lends itself. If it comes through us, it will come through us and allow this to travel later, basically. It has for me the last, I don't know how many years. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm a real believer that there's not a non duality meaning. And I believe humbly that it's best it's to study what you're not, because you can't study what you are. Yeah, you can't know what you are, you can't understand what you are, you can't experience what you are. You're only relegated to being what you are, but you can understand what you're not. You can. I can understand I'm not that. I can. I have tons of experiences of that, of what I'm not. I can know it, yeah? yeah. But it, one thing that it's constantly implying it never has the ability to, which is being me. It has no ability for that. Yeah, we are being. Yeah. There's not a second. Uh, there's not a second coming of the being. <laughs> so, so you're not the thinker. You don't say that. You arrive at it by seeing it. Yeah. I think you're looking at a meeting there next door to the right. Yeah. See, I'm a card salesman. I know when someone's looking for brisket. <laughs> I know and it's not, yes. It's very easy to tell. <laughs> so, you see thoughts. The thoughts are claimed to imply the finger. You don't see that. Yeah. Because now you believe you're looking from the thinker. You don't see the thought that you're the thinker, usually. People see the thoughts, they don't see that thought. They're looking from that thought, yeah? They see, they have feelings, have feelings, have feelings, yeah? But the head believes it's the feeling, yeah? One feeling claimed as yours can ruin your holiday. If it wasn't claimed as yours, it would come and go like every other feeling, just like everything else does, yeah? There's a claiming of the doing to apply the doer, 
There's a claiming of the thinking to imply the thinker. There's a claiming of the seeing to imply the seer, and so on and so forth. That's the bondage of self. The bonding, the, the, the idea of self isn't necessarily the body. The body represents the accumulation ship of ownership. The doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, yes? When that doer is pictured, you're pictured as a body. When you're remembered, you're, pictured, you're remembered as a body. When you're thought about, you're thought about as a body. See the system is not you, and then there's a possibility of being free from it. Look from the system, and you'll be enslaved to trying to constantly be free. Yeah. All right, well, that's that, I think. We just had a whole talk before you came. Then you got the you got the abbreviated version, which is better. <laughs> yeah. And if you're interested, just go to YouTube. It's everything. The best of Paul Hedeman's there. <laughs> Live is really the best, though. It is. Live is good, but the videos aren't there. They're there to support the, the live meetings. Saturday's good. Saturday's Here good, yes. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of time. You have a lot, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> a lot of your drive is, to, is based on arriving. When that's taken away, you're going to have a lot of free time. <laughs> you are. It's like, <laughs> it's like this famous yogic mantra. It says, uh, and the other shore in Buddhism means like awakeness, you know. Yeah. So it says, gone, gone, gone to the other shore upon arriving on having never left. <laughs> so. You can save at least two out of the three gods. <laughs> Cut them off. Maybe God, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> because why would I want to go to the other shore if the recognition would be upon arriving on having never left? <laughs> so basically, I must be already at the other shore. <laughs> but it doesn't... I thought it would be different, yes, I'm sure, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah. I thought I'd be the only, <laughs> people would be adoring me. Well, no, it's total ordinary dog shit awareness. You don't get chipped though. You're always awake. Yeah, just on completely. <laughs> and then you see why people really don't want it. Oh, no way. Do you really believe people want to be what they already are? No. They want to be what they hope they're not. The last thing they want to be is awake. They want to be entertained. They want to, they want to be on the process of awakening, but of being awake without any thought effort on their part or any kind of garnering of any esteem or value because of what they've done, the head has no interest in it, really. It has a lot of interest in becoming. It has no interest in being. It really doesn't. I don't feel it does. Yeah. So that's what you sit with for a while. You sit with the deflation of all the imaginary balloons. That all your hopes and wishes were just balloons. Yeah. And when they pop, there's a grieving in a way. There is. Because all that you thought the way it was isn't that way at all. Yeah. And if you don't act out and don't pass away, it's gonna get it's gonna be quite interesting. You don't know really what it's like to have absolutely no interest in liberating anything. It's fucking awesome.
ordinariness not started at, but ended up at is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I started at specialness, and I thought it was going to be specialness all the way. This, this is a, there was a rude awakening around that. <laughs> but I wouldn't trade anything for it. Nothing. I wouldn't trade the biggest phenomenal rush. I wouldn't trade anything for it. The beauty of its utter, utter uh, whatever just is so awe-inspiring, really, for this poor little action film. You know, we joke around a lot about it, but I have a great amount of honoring of it, really. I just like to do it more loosely. I don't want to get into any of that, you know, the resemblance of shit. Sort of. And the thing, the beauty thing is, is when you make it, when you allow it to be how ordinary it is, all uh, lack of interest is the key, really. I had so many, I had so much interest in going somewhere. Yeah. That's why it has to be weaned off because uh, it's a loss of interest is the, is the landing, really. You land with a loss of interest. Yeah. All right, well, that's that. We'll pass the basket and uh, maybe we'll go to dinner now. <laughs> we weren't going to go, but maybe we'll. You guys.